Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Pipes. Pipes is here with me. Same guys as usual, doing the same exact thing. Same guys. Um, okay, so jumped ahead a little bit. We are going to give a quick recap, just a little bit of where we've been. Essentially, here's all you need to know. Marissa OD'd in Tijuana. Oh, yeah. She just took a shit ton of pills uh, because I think she is clinically depressed or has some form of mental handicap that needs to be solved but she she's going she's struggling she's going through a tough time she essentially downed an entire bottle of some form of pills in Tijuana yeah. and almost died there's so, a alternate reality where we know uh, a ton of stuff about mental health and we deal with that episode in a really um, sophisticated and mature way when's that it's an alternate universe. Oh, and so it just didn't oh, happen. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but we did skip ahead a couple episodes, so that episode does not exist in this reality. Here's the thing. We're trying to keep it tight. We're trying to keep it right. And we got to get this entire season down to 10 episodes so that we can move on to other things. So, essentially, that's all that happened. Now we're on episode 10, and we're fresh off Marissa ODing. Also, Ryan and her had their first kiss in the last episode. That's another big plot point. It's on the Ferris wheel. The Ferris wheel. Ryan's afraid of heights, so it's important. Um, other than that, Summer's starting to get a little jealous of Seth. Classic. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think we just like kick right into. I, th- I mean, Marissa OD'd. Her and Ryan kissed. Luke's pretty much for the time being out of the picture, but he'll come back real hard and real well. Um. All right, let's just get into it. So let's get episode, our fucking feet wet. I cannot wait. They're too dry as it is. So <laughs> the episode we watched tonight is The Perfect Couple, and it starts out with Ryan and Marissa making out pretty hard, but also quite soft in the pool house. So Marissa's got these pillowy lips that it just looks magical to make out with her. I... Watching it is tough because it's just like, god damn it, it's like, wow. Pat and I are just constantly throwing pillows on each other because uh, just watching this this chick make out is so sexual. It's getting to be a little bit of a pillow fight in it's, here. It's a pillow fight in here. So, yeah, they're doing that. They're hooking up. Um, they make plans to go on their first actual date. So, hold on. Before we get to that, I'm just... It's a world I'm not used to, this place, because, I mean, when I was 16 years old, I was far from just having girls over all the time and hooking up. Did I mean, you, did you uh, OD at all? I mean, only three times. Okay. But that was all after 16. Yeah, it, was, it was, I mean, I went through an OD phase somewhere between like 18 and two weeks ago, yeah. where I've done it like three or four times, but it's not a big deal. Um, so, I just... 
I'm not familiar as familiar with this world of like he's got an entire pool house. Seems amazing um, because I was always just dodging like my parents coming down in the basement whenever I had a girl over, and it definitely wasn't when I was 16. Yeah. It was definitely like as I, I got older and like I shared 18. Range. My bedroom shared a wall with my parents' bedroom. Couldn't be any farther. So from you me. were doing a lot of finger banging. Yeah, Which, <laughs> but I had to be really, really quiet about it. Yeah, so that that thing has always just been wild to me. Like, God, imagine how amazing it would have been if I had a pool house all to myself and all the girls I would have over. In reality, what it really would have been is I would just be in a separate, like, separate section of the premises to where I would just be beating off a lot. Yeah, there would have been there would have been no no uptick in female activity in high school life with a pool house. It's kind of like now, like when you're married or you're you have a girlfriend now, and like as a dude, you're always just saying like, "Oh, dude, my God, if I was single, I would just be crushing it." Like, you see, like, a really good-looking girl walk by, and you're just like, see that, dude? Did you see that? Did you see that? Girl totally wants to suck my dick. It's on. And and then she just walks away. There's, like, a less than 2% chance that she was ever going to want to hook up with you, and you would have had to try for at least, like, seven weeks to make it happen. But for that one little moment, you get to just, in your head, feel like you've got some sweet win. Like, you've actually hooked up with her. Okay, so... Then they go. Okay, can I just say one more quick thing? Um, Absolutely. We were we've talked before about you know just the fear if you're a parent that you have to have instilled in you at all times of if you are walking in on a teenager, especially if it is a dude. Ninety nine point eight percent chance that they are beating off in there. That is a masturbation room. There's, that there's never anything productive or good happening behind that closed door. Never. I mean, never. If I was actually studying, I would open the door up so when my right. parents walked so your through, they'd be, like, they'd be like, oh yeah, he's studying. He's in there being good. But If the door's open, you just open yourself up to snacks from your mom. Yeah. Hot pockets. I mean, anything. Literally, she can bring them in if she knows you're in there studying, working hard. But Cohen's so got to learn to knock. They, um, they don't get it. They just don't get it. So during this... Uh, this hold on, night, hold on, hold sure. on. Though. Hold on. This is my other point I want to make about this. I'll okay. be really quick, I promise. So... <laughs> The so the thing is is that I just want to say that my parents had a batting average of like 900 when it comes to walking in on the exact wrong moment when I'm doing nothing wrong. I think specifically about like watching movies where there is a quick 10 second snippet of a sex scene in a PG-13 movie like I think of like Titanic. Titanic has that one scene. It's, it's a, a three, three hour. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a three fucking hour movie, and there's that one topless scene. I know for a fact when I was watching Titanic, my mom out of all the three hours came down in that one fifteen second clip, and it just looks like we're down there watching porn with our friends. There's two options here, of what's going on. Either. A, there's some weird, mysterious, magical thing afoot that's causing these In, odds. Yeah, intuition. Thing. Um, the second option is that the parents know about these movies and just want to see boobies. Just want to walk oh. in and see boobies. Well, I so see your that mom knew dad, she knew the mom. timing of the Titanic and wanted to come in and see those boobs. Think my mom's coming in guns hot? There's only two options. Can you think of a third? <laughs> I don't, 
I don't I don't know. Like I it it could just be some weird crazy intuition where hey, I just have a feeling when my son is looking at titties. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, like, yeah. So. so you're more of an option one guy. Yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. Oh, no. Cruise, cruise um, so on by. What you were talking about with the knocking, um, Kirsten does actually barge in on this makeout yeah. session and kind of interrupt it. And it kind of sets the tone for the whole episode, which has uh, a lot about sex. Um, Drenched in sex, this episode. Um, Ryan and About Mary, as much as this episode for us is drenched in masturbation talk. Yeah. <laughs> or pretty for every conversation we have. <clears throat> so the encounter that Kirsten has with Ryan leads to an awkward next day at breakfast when they're up at 5.30, 6 a.m. Chirper having full-on conversations. <clears throat> Ryan eating breakfast without milk, like cereal without milk. He's never had a bowl of cereal with milk in his life. He might be lactose intolerant. I'm yeah. be honest. If I'm if I'm the Coens, I'm going like, look, dude. I understand you come from a bad like family and wrong side of the tracks, yeah. where apparently you just couldn't afford two percent milk. But here, we can't afford milk, and. We don't just stick our fucking hands in the box. Like, we have all got the cereal is communal. So, like, it's just like one of those things where it's like, hey, man, our roof, our rules. So, with the cereal, you just pour it in the the bowl like a normal human being. You're adopting now. You can have the And if you're going to stick it in there, take the leather wrist guard off. I have no idea where that's been. You've been wearing that all day, every day for the past 14 years. Like, I, so I don't know. Anyways, go on. It just it, it, it annoys the no. shit out of me that Ryan that that's his whole thing of like I just love dry cereal. No, dry was, cereal is my thing. That was really good. I'm glad we have that. <laughs> all right. So so, uh, but yeah. So they have the awkward confrontation about oh what was that last night? Um, it leads to a little conversation between. Um, Kirsten and Sandy about how at least somebody's having sex in this house. Clearly, things are a little dry between the two. I don't like. I don't like. Honestly, like I don't like watching old people talk about sex, especially like parental figures. I guess it's about to change because you know at some point that's going to be probably soonish. I'm going to be a parent, but like that's going to be you talking about sex. I mean, Kirsten's sitting there talking about literally to get back to masturbation. She is talking about masturbating. Yeah, she said, he said, what if I'm late? She'll said, I'll start without you. I don't want to think Weird. about mom's talking about that. That makes me nervous as shit. Anyway, so I just want to say another quick, okay, get, sorry, go on. So, the, okay, let's move past that. Let's get, let's get uh, off the masturbation talk. Um, so, gonna be <laughs> so continuing our theme of sex, uh, Seth and Ryan are at school. He wants to know all about Ryan Marissa's hangout. Um, and then they start talking a little bit. He starts to like, you know, pester him about if he's ever had sex before. So Ryan is just like such a douche it, when it comes to talking about sex. Like, I gotta say, like if I'm hanging out with a dude and he is just constantly telling me about how much sex he's having, it's I immediately know. Okay, well, this is a human being I never want to hang out with yeah, again. The he's rest not of my outwardly life. bragging about it. He's just doing this weird thing. Where it's, it's like a like, smug uh, thing. It's so smug. Perfect. It's like a uh, yeah. You're not like, having sex? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well... Pussy. It's weird. So, like, well, I thought you didn't have a girlfriend. <laughs> I didn't have a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. He's I like, just had a lot of... 
So it's like Ryan's painting this really casual picture with minimal words about how he's he fucking is fifteen years old. Yeah, what fifteen year old talks about talks about hooking up with girls like that? None. He's a fifteen year old acting like he's this haggard old, old guy who's just been fucking chicks for like thirty years. I mean, I'm now thirty years old, and I still don't get that little amount of excitement like you know what I mean like yeah it's like I, eh, eh, whatever uh, yeah like yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're a dude if there's ever a point in life where you ever view sex as like a hmm, hey man fuck it you know whatever it you're always like hey I love having sex that's fun yeah. <laughs> so like, like hey like the hey, fact that he's 15 hey, hey I'm 15 year like you're 15 years old and regardless of let's say you're 15 and you've had like an inordinate amount of sex for a 15 year old which apparently Ryan has you get you're like, still you, you, yeah you have like a, a makeout session with a girl that you just started dating like you're excited all I remember about being 15 or 16 is that if there was any of our friends that were hooking up with girls it was a constant need for all the details full details all the details because most of us had never really hooked, like had a substantial hookup outside of like you know make out whatever but there wasn't so yeah it was just I mean most of our classes like freshman sophomore year high school were just essentially like talking in the back like oh my god dude what was it what's what it, it all what about what like, god like? damn so okay can I just give a quick thing about the school like I, I don't yeah there's another thing I didn't understand when I'm watching this back and that's no one has backpacks at oh, the school. They have the straps. So there's 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 two things I noticed at the school. One, no one wears backpacks. I when we when, again in 2003, this is when we were in high school. So I hearken back to our own our own lives. If you didn't have an LL Bean backpack with your initials on it, you were a lame ass fucking loser. Like That's true. So. I don't know if it's an East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, I don't know thing, or if it's just like some weird thing that like on the show they just chose not to have, but no one's wearing backpacks, they're all just those side satchels. Yeah. You can't get many books in there. No, not at all. I don't yeah, that's that's curious. I wonder if people, I wonder if backpacks are still a thing. I'd like to check in on that. We should tap into our, yeah, if our, any of our yeah. If any of our younger <laughs> listeners want to send us an email, yeah. If our yeah younger listeners out there just send us a, a quick email, or you can reach Pat on Instagram. Yeah, just, like, just let us know about for that. Our, for all of our young listeners. We we do but really appreciate that. We really tap into the youth. Um, other second thing about the school um, was this at the tail end of your cheerleader. You need to wear a cheerleader outfit mm. all day. <laughs> Did you see some cheerleader outfits in there? It's, yeah. It. As you walk through the high school, it's like, oh my god. Literally everyone who's a cheerleader, they have to wear their cheerleader outfit all day, every day Shit, to school. I, I completely missed that, but I guess we're still in that era. So, I feel like that's over now, though, because when I see teen shows now, I don't think you see the cliché stereotypical girls like just the cheerleaders have the cheerleader outfits on the dudes have their letterman jackets on maybe once again young listeners yeah yeah hit us right up in. hit Thank us you. up we do appreciate that feedback we'll give pat's phone number out in a little bit all right so <laughs> i'm going to continue us right along with our uh the theme through this episode which has been sex and sexual tension Sandy has a episode now has a co-worker that he's working on the Balboa Heights oh, yeah. lawsuit with yeah 
And not only is there seemingly a lot of tension with this coworker, Cut it. she's throwing him constant guilt trips about like wanting to spend time with his wife. Yeah, a weird move. <laughs> weird move. There. Just, <laughs> so yeah, interesting game tactic from the forty-year-old uh, chick on trying to get with a married dude. Just guilt trip him about how he's spending too much yeah. time with her his wife. Her name is Rachel, and she's absolutely shameless. Um, okay, so a couple things on her. Yeah. Um, one, dig on in. One is, I'm trying to think of which one I should do first. I want to do this one second. Okay, let me just do the second one. When she goes to hook up with him, they're sitting there working late at night. Okay, I just remember my first one, actually. Sorry. My first one is... Spoiler alert. Why? why, So they hook up, sorry. Why? Sandy's a public defender. So... He's pulling in in California. Well, at this point, he's he's gone. He's a corporate lawyer at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. we. Oh yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. Sorry, when we skipped a few episodes, we forgot he jumped on board with the. I forgot. That's why he's now going after Caleb's firm. Okay, good. Is, that, is go, he like an environmental catch. lawyer of some kind? Um, no, I think he's he does like corporate litigation. I okay. think is the technical term they they used. Uh, I've never been totally sure what litigation means. Yeah, I but think I, I think just spaced technical. out a little bit when he said that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so um, it's 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 don't worry, it's lawyer speak. Yeah. Okay, so my my main thing here because now I only have one is I got to say I don't think I can possibly be more turned off than if a girl starts crawling to me. Really. I. Are you into that? It's never happened to me. I mean, I mean, imagine if you're hooking up with our the intern here. Who, by the way, we should talk to. We should talk. To. We should bring her in. <laughs> some no, we, yeah. Well, we got to let HR know that you guys are fucking hooking up. Let them know. I mean, you're gonna have to fill out a bunch of forms and stuff because, like, yeah. at this point, intern Whitney has been working here for like six months, and. You guys are still just banging on the side. And I, guess it, I, gotta, I feel like it's going to get awkward I here around probably the office. get those forms done. <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's getting awkward at the office because, like, if you guys get into a fight and stuff, it just makes it weird for all of us, you know, at the podcast studio. Yeah, that's true. So you'll have to keep that in check. Um, all I'll right. do my best. If intern Whitney, and I, can't, I shouldn't be saying this because intern Whitney, I could get fired for this because she technically works here at her studio, but if intern Whitney started crawling towards you, Ever, ever, ever a crawl towards you? Would you be into that? Yeah. All right, this is a hot take that you've got, so I, I'm going to need you to defend it. I hate to put you out on the limb like this, but what I'm, what about what about the crawling? Do you not like? Because I'm just fine some, with it. It's 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 a form of desperation. I don't like a stent. I don't like the smell of desperation on a girl because, again, it's just like I've said this before. What the fuck? Why are you coming at me in this into me? In, well, I don't in get the, it. Well, in this My, context, I get. I don't know what. In the context of her coming on to Sandy, I think they're, they're coworkers. Any, they've never hooked up before ever. He's married man, and this is her move. Like she's gonna crawl slowly. Like 
make this 20 foot crawl across the top <laughs> where he has time to think about yeah. it and be like what the fuck is going on yeah. if they were and she were gonna make a move it would have to be like an accidental like yeah like we're too yeah. close already yeah. and we nudge so yeah in this yeah context, don't crawl at me like she looks like a fucking idiot get off the con- floor okay, like, so get off the fucking floor bitch I'm gonna come down on your side only in this context she looks like a moron doing that crawl she's a horrible and but uh, it, if, this- in a regular situation if you're not married and she's not your co-worker the crawl I mean that's cool. No, dude. Because here's the thing: is like if 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 she's crawling it. If I think about it from her angle too, if you're crawling at someone, and and this backfires, now you're just on all fours on on the fucking ground. You yeah. know, like so. Where do you go from there? Like, how do you pivot and get out of that without looking like a total idiot? That's why, like, our whole move. What, like if you're going to hook up with a girl or whatever and she like is totally disgusted you miss the you like mix signals and you got it wrong and and then you just you're like whoa I was just joking I'm not yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. like, and here's my thing is if you ever are getting turned down you want to have an out where you don't you're not out on a limb looking like a total dumbass and for her position if you're on all fours you're not getting out of that without looking like a total pathetic idiot yeah. So that's her side. Good. Yeah, my side is like I just you look pathetic to me. You disgust me. Get up off the fucking floor. Like, <laughs> get your shit together and like have more. Be cooler. So, I, so yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, I, she disgusts me. Let's that get girl off sucks. that. You don't like Rachel. Hate her. She could have done anything and you wouldn't have liked it. Probably. Probably true. <clears throat> All right. So uh, moving right along. All right. Here. So. I'll, I'll just like while you're looking up where, yeah, where you sure. want to go next I just want to apologize because I was pretty hard on the uh, the girl from Pittsburgh Anna and I went a little hard on I mean look a takes lot of a pe- big man look a takes lot a of really people had acne big, back yeah. then I know I did I shouldn't come down on her with the fact that HD wasn't kind to her uh, you really notice it in this episode she is hands down the most she, right now in episode 10, she's the most attractive one in the cast. I mean, she is just... She's just very pretty. And she's cool as fuck, too. She's very cool. Yeah, she's a catch. She's a catch. So, like, I just want to apologize. <laughs> I just want to apologize <laughs> to Anne on that. Because she is very pretty. She's very attractive. I'm very in on her. Um, so, right as she's starting to look really good to the audience, especially... Me and my co-podcaster over here. Um, her and Seth's relationship is heating up a little bit. They go from friends to now she's starting to talk to Seth about how she's a little jealous. Well, she doesn't say jealous, but she's annoyed that he's always talking about Summer. Ryan also agrees that Seth is always talking about Summer, so he's trying not to as much. So I think... Um it's interesting because I, it, it, there's nothing that is um, it gets me more jacked up than just watching like jealousy unfold like that on TV. God, it's so potent. It's potent. Yeah, it's so potent. Holy shit! I mean, is jealousy potent. It's so potent on on the small or big screen. In real life, really sucks. Like <laughs> it's one of those things that like translates it's potent in the bad way. Yeah. Well, like in real life, it really sucks because it's. Either you're the one who's making your significant other jealous, which is the worst because it's like now you're just having to deal with a bunch of self-conscious like shit coming at you all the time, which blows. But then it also sucks, obviously, if you're the jealous one and then you're like, oh, I think my girlfriend is trying to have sex with another dude. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. 
So, but I gotta say, like, when you're not connected to it, jealousy, and you're just watching on TV, it's nice and juicy. It's pretty awesome to watch. Like in this episode, it was amazing because you, for the first time, you're like, you're really starting to see, like, oh my god, Seth is actually getting this chick who's way out of his league into him, like because he just genuinely doesn't care now. And so when they're on that yacht, and and then they they keep showing Summer like looking longingly over at Seth from like the corner of her eye, like flirting with Anna, and she's just getting so jealous, and it's just, it's, God, it feels so good to watch it back. Yeah, he officially love this show. Just love this show. <laughs> hey man, here's I the thing. Here's show. the thing. We have been very critical of this show in these five episodes, but I just want to make it very clear comes from a place of love because this is hands down mine and pipes aka pat's like favorite show of all time it's just the best yeah we're breaking this down like game film yeah we're critical because we forget that we love the team yeah and we We, consider ourselves players i mean we ride or die with this team all all day all right so there's a little tension heating up between um anna and seth also a little bit of tension heating up between Seth and Summer because of the aforementioned tension, so there's a little love a triangle tensions, going down. A lot of there. tension. A tense triangle, a brewing. Um, there's a a scene where um, we get a little family time with the Coopers. Uh, everybody loves them. It's our favorite family. Uh, Coopers. This jacked up family of all. So time. Julie apologizes to Marissa. She promises her that she's trying to get the family back together and kind of make things back to normal. Marissa reluctantly accepts the apology and starts to actually genuinely get really excited about the prospect of her family getting back together. Which is fair. And her life getting back to normal. Like, totally yeah. fair. He's, yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. All right. Let me go into my MC, MCITW of the week because I just want to preface it. By the way, MCITW, Marissa Cooper is the worst of the week, brought to you by Wicklow Wear. <laughs> Be free and explore. Get all your outdoor gear at Wicklow Wear. That's W-I-C-K-L-O-W, wear.com. Um, I got to say, it was tough to find an MCITW of the week because... For the most part, it's usually it's it's easy pickings. I mean, it pops you just, off the screen. Yeah, you put this you put the episode on, and within five minutes, you're like, okay, well, Marissa's already sucked thirty seven times. I can choose any of those. This one was hard because this one, it was like to your point, it was, hey, her family's getting. She wants her family to get back together. Yeah, her mom is fucked three ways to Sunday, and her dad Jimmy Cooper, I'm pretty sure, is one of the biggest criminals of all time. But white collar, but. I mean, totally fair that your your 16-year-old daughter just wants the fam back together. I, so all this stuff that she was doing, they go to a charity thing at a, at, on a yacht that Caleb puts on or whatever and, and Julie puts on. And Marissa just wants the whole fam back together. I can't hold that against her. Actually, Ryan was being a massive douche this episode with it. Yeah. So um, um, I'm going to let you go on with your uh, Marissa Cooper. But Oh, yeah. Are sorry. You, are, yeah. Are you... Are you transferring her onto Ryan for this I was particular thinking about episode? It. I mean, I was thinking about it, and I was also... Because that's legal. I'm going to let you do it. I was thinking about just transferring onto Ryan because he pulls a total douche move this episode where he literally, like, goes in, and, like I said, Marissa, totally fine. She just wants to get back with her family, and Ryan's just being all salty about it. Like, he's just being a total dick and, like, trying to say all these things You know things what it is. Him. He's got family envy. Yeah, he's... That's, he's like, I yeah, thought we... That, yeah. Whoa. 
that I never could be realized it. this. I know, dude. I just realized Go that with too. me on this. He's like, we had this connection. Like, your family's fucked up. I don't have a family. Mine's Misery fucked loves up. company. Let's connect on that. Now she's getting a family again. And oh, he's yeah. just like, I, I still yeah. don't have a family. That's so. probably exactly what's happening. Yeah, he, he's got family envy. And he's like, oh, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. I got to drag her into the shit. As yeah. soon as her life starts getting, like, going really well, her family's getting back together. Oh, what, now I'm just, like, the kid from the wrong side of the tracks again? Yep. That's good. That's good on the spot analysis by you. But to, to finish to finish the MCITW of the week, I was going to give it to Ryan because he blows. I was going to give it... I was actually going to go back and just give it to Marissa for ODing in Tijuana because she's an <laughs> idiot. Okay. But then I was like, well... Why don't I just give it to the fact that at the very end of the episode, Marissa just outs her mom's relationship with Caleb. By the way, they've been sneaking around, obviously, uh, and they've been hooking up with each other. Just to keep in mind, Caleb's 65, so he's like 30 years older than her. Um, Old bad guy. She just chooses to out that to the entire yacht, which is like people giving donations for a good cause to like the hospital charity fund she ruins the party yeah it's like hey Marissa we get it you're going through some shit and yeah you just found out your mom's hooking up with this way older dude sure that sucks but like let's leave the kids out it like leave the kids out of it the underprivileged kids like can we just leave them out of it let the charity okay so alright that's actually nice by you so you pull it around she actually was a pretty like a good daughter well most of the episode um, a good girlfriend, but apparently she hates the children's hospital. She just hates. She ruins. She the hates charity, sick man. kids. I mean, yeah. she hates so. sick kids. That right, so that was made completely apparent. So nice save. Yeah, nice save by you. So MCITW, Marissa hates kids. That's all I got. So I think that's. I think I'm pretty sure that's it. I think that like there weren't any major. Were there a, any other major? I have plot a couple just like it? little questions to ask you here and there. Um, the first one I had to ask you, so you were real big into Anna this particular episode. Yeah. Uh, I noticed at one point she was sporting a new hat. Um, how did you feel about it? It just made me want to throw up. I mean, Didn't that, like the hat? I That hat I only want to see essentially on it's one Michael the, Jordan when he's golfing. Yeah, it's one of those like Kangol hats, like one of those news yeah. paperboy hats, but yeah. frontwards. Yeah, like a noopsie hat. Like Michael Jordan wears them a lot backwards when he's golfing with a cigar in. In the 90s. In the 90s, but like 1998. Still. But maybe <laughs> but still, still, yeah. Does. Yeah, I don't like those. I don't, but I, I gotta figured, say, I figured that, that was this. the case, but I just need to check. But let me say this. I like headwear on the ladies. I do a lot. Like if if a girl is wearing like um like a snow like a, a hat a snow hat or even like a backward snapback hat, all in, all in on that. I like headwear. That's good. To we know. good there? Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's it. Time to wrap. All right, see you later. Talk next time. Check out more Vicarious Living episodes. Follow us on SoundCloud at Vicarious Living. You'll know you found us when you find a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there. He's just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there. Just not pictured. <laughs>